0: Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear. What does that mean anyway? Hey, listen up! All rise for the Skinamax b queen of late night, the brunette dynamo herself, the fan fucking tabulous, Rebecca Love! And now, talking dirty with Rebecca Love.
1: That's right. This is Rebecca Love. How you guys doing? It's always a pleasure to be here on Talking Dirty. I hope you guys like. Um, well, I hope you like the show. Hope you're learning, getting some nuggets out of it. Um, this is episode 166, and we're going to be talking to Jay Kopita. He's he um he's the vice president of Why Not. He is also he also runs L A J Consulting, and and Jay and Thomas do a podcast called Porn and Coffee. I uh, I'm addicted to the coffee too, obviously, but I'm addicted to their podcast, and I learn a lot of things from the interviews that uh, Jay and Thomas acquire. It's really good. It's fan-fucking-tastic. That is why I got Jay on the show, but Jay's a great guy. If you don't know who Jay is, if you ever get to AVN or some adult convention, Jay's usually there. Just go ask around, say, where is Jay from Why Not? And you'll find him. We're going to talk about the European Summit, some events that Jay, you know, Jay runs. He does. Uh, films, and we're also going to get to the iTunes reveal. Now, I don't know if... Uh, I think the last podcast, I left a Patreon. You're like, Rebecca, first-time listener, don't know what a Patreon is. Well, that is uh, a fan or a listener... That gives back to the show. They are part of the fan club, the exclusive fan club. So from $5 to $50, or you can get even bigger if you want, uh, a month. Every end of the month, you'll be charged uh, whatever fee you sign up for. It goes into our little our little bank, and then we we pay the bills with that. But we also... We also send you uh, gifts or digital gifts through the fan club. Um, you'll have to go on to adultfilmstarnetwork.com, and I just revamped the video. Watch the video, click on the link to the fan club, and you'll see the different tier levels that you can participate in. And it's all you know, whatever one you want to do. There's no pressure. And if you can't do that, an iTunes review always works. Now, I just started this thing and you don't have to do it if you don't want to. But I thought, wouldn't it be great to give a fan shout out to your favorite porn star, fetish model, adult company, strip club? It could be anybody except Jocelyn and Rebecca Love. <laughs> and I'll just take your little audio recording And I'll stick it on the podcast. You can be part of the show. You just have to give some love to whatever adult industry person, call it employee of the week (laughs) or company of the week that you want to give a shout out or love to. It's all up to you. If you want to participate, great. If not, totally understand. You just keep listening to the podcast. Now, we are syndicated on RadioVegas.rocks. Again, that's RadioVegas.rocks. And we're also on Radio.XXX. So I just want to give some love out there. Now, I like to give you recommended podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I tried to get them from Jay, but mm, Jay's not really a podcast listener. I did an interview, and I'm going to say this name wrong. I know I am, because I even listened to the podcast trying to get it, the dialect right, and I know I'm pronouncing it absolutely fucking wrong, and I can't say it right. Panotopic Outre. Oh, I'm such a fucking idiot. P A N O P T I C O U T R E P A N. O p t i c o u t r e. You guys are probably shouting out loud because you know what I'm spelling. Anyway, I did uh, episode number thirty eight, so go look for Rebecca Love's interview. It's all about me, myself, and I, and it is a wonderful podcast. Very interesting, and you know what? It's it's adult oriented. So if you're into this type of podcast, you will you'll love that one that I can't pronounce. You'll absolutely love it. Well, guys, we are going to get into the interview with Jay Copita. Jay Kopita has been proficient in online sales, marketing, PR, and event production since 2000. Jay is well-known throughout the adult industry community for his amazing talents and endeavors. The value that he brings will be mind-blowing and intriguing. So without further ado, Jay Kopita. Hi, Jay.
0: Holy sh! (laughs) How are you doing, Rebecca?
1: I'm doing good. What's up with you?
0: Wow. That's that's really like a, a big introduction. Now I really have to be on my game here to make sure that I don't disappoint.
1: Oh, you're not going to disappoint. I know you're going to give us some valuable nuggets. I'm not even worried about it. And when I wrote this, I was like, oh, I'm putting it up here, the pedestal. I shouldn't do that. But then I go, it's Jay. Jay can deliver.
0: I think so. No, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm doing good. I uh, just wrapped up the Why Not Awards a couple weeks ago. So that's a huge, huge weight off of my shoulders, something I work on for about seven months every year. So I have some breathing room now. Uh, but, you know, success never sleeps. So I'm in the process of already putting together my plans for Vegas in January and uh, a lot of new projects that we have going on that we really need to give some, some more attention to.
1: Awesome. Well, why don't you explain what Why Not is to the people listening?
0: Sure, absolutely. Why Not was started in 1996 as a gathering for pretty much the adult industry's pioneers on the internet, Uh, anyone who was putting up websites. Why Not was formed in 1996 as a meeting place for the earliest adult internet pioneers. They would go there to exchange traffic, tips, Uh, There was a lot of uh, flame wars going on on the forums. That's how people did business back then. Uh, And then things kind of evolved. And now we are a resource hub with news, typically business to business. So if you work in the industry and you're looking to supplement or look for partnerships, you would come to Why Not. And then as well, we also provide lots of different events, services, and uh, just a lot of stuff to help you grow your business and get marketing done. So.
1: Well, Why Not has a party coming up in Austin, right?
0: That's correct.
1: Well, tell us a in, bit about it. Uh,
0: Yeah, back in the day, we used to have this thing called Why Not Party, and we did it in Mexico. And this is like back in like 01, 02, 03, 04, back when the craziest days of the industry and people were making money hand over fist and everyone was above the law and there were hobbyists galore. And, you know, we were just we were stupid, you know, and we kind of stopped doing the event because there wasn't a need for it. So I'm bringing it back this year, and it's at whynotpartyaustin.com. And, you know, the the industry is a little bit more of a classier place now, if lack of a better word. Uh, Definitely a lot more hardworking people per capita. So essentially I wanted to have a gathering for about, you know, 75 people, give or take, uh, where they can really come and experience the city just like we did in the Mexico days except we're not above the law like we used to be, and uh, listen to some great music, eat some great food, and really just mix and meet with uh, people in the industry. You know, because you go to a trade show, you're not going to talk to more than 50 to 100 people. So this way, you talk to every single person that goes to the Why Not party, and you're all in a great environment. And I mean, if you've been to Austin before, you know how awesome this city is. So this is going on November 14th, 17th.
1: Yeah, Austin has... Isn't it called the 4th and 6th Street, where it's all the entertainment?
0: Yeah, 6th Street and, uh, yeah, 5th Street, Red River, east, uh, east of downtown. It's just, yeah, there's a whole pocket of just awesome stuff to do.
1: That's great. Now, uh, you also do LAJ Consulting. Can you tell us a little bit
0: about that? <laughs> so, I would say, like, in 2001, when I realized, after I'd been in the industry for a year that, hey, you know what? You don't have to just do a regular nine to five in this industry. You can pick up side gigs. You can do other kinds of stuff as long as it doesn't conflict. So I had met the guys who own bondage.com and they were looking for someone who could do press release writing for them, get in the entertainment industry before I joined the adult industry. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? I can do this. So I needed to come up with something. And since my stupid nickname slash board handle back in the day was LAJ, for the reason being, I was working for a Seattle company, and every time I would call up to them, it'd be like, yeah, this is Jay from the LA office. So that's how that kind of changed. So I essentially started my own consulting business, which more or less just gave me an excuse to pick up clients and bill them to myself. Uh, and I've been doing that for you know 15 years, uh, content providers. I've had attorney Eric Bernstein uh, utilizing my marketing for 10 years, 11 years. Um, and then I also do stuff with, uh, some of the dating companies in the industry. Uh, but essentially it just involves networking PR and a lot of the junk work that people don't have the time or the patience to deal with.
1: Well, it's a lot of work to deal with press releases and all that. And you have to be a good writer.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a better than average writer, you know, <laughs> let's put it this way. You, you've seen a lot of the stuff out there and there's a lot of people that don't know how to write and You know, especially with the fact that there's a lot of Europeans in the industry now, they just want someone who can speak English better than them. So, this is where I qualify. So, I help them out in that regard, and it works.
1: Well, one of the things that I watched today actually was your video, The JK Monologue, and you wrote that. It was very intriguing.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, you did not. I did. Was it the one where, oh my God, was it the one where I'm like the serial killer? Yes, but it, when it starts.
1: when it starts off, I'm thinking that, you know, okay, is he applying for a job? What's going on here? And it all almost has that 1950, 60 feel back in the day. And he's right. just talking normally and he's going on. And, and once it gets into the, well, the serial killer part, the horror, right. I'm like, oh my God. He's like the average guy. And he's just talking <laughs> about how he his victims
0: yeah very nonchalant you know
1: nonchalant yeah you know
0: the thing with that was I had just started his own production company and i'm like you know what i want to write something that's i don't know interesting and different that i never get to do because i was an actor in the 90s and i only was relegated to playing like goofy roles or assistant types or, you know, like a B type personality, you know? So it's like, I never get to play anybody really bad or evil or anything. And, you know, honestly, I don't even really like that video that much. I mean, it has some potential, but I did it for a friend. And then, uh, basically, uh, you know, the inspiration was Dennis Rader, the BTK killer, you know, in, in Wichita, Kansas And then uh, the other guy, the Green River Killer, because you look at these guys, they just look like your average everyday Joes. I mean, they're considerably older than me, but just with the, the flatness of their voice and the way that they would discuss, if you watch any of those videos, on how they picked their victims and what they did, okay, and then what I did was this, and then we did this, and then I killed her, and blah, 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 and it's just like, holy shit, you know? So I thought I'd give that a try, and yeah, yeah. With mixed results, I guess, but that's funny i found it. You
1: I, I found it. I <laughs> liked it. I enjoyed it. And I'm a horror movie buff, even though this was more of a, like a thriller monologue. It was, yeah. it was intriguing because I watch a lot of the ID channel and stuff, and I'm like, oh, my God, he hit the nail right in the head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he thank you. It. I appreciate that very, very much. Nice.
1: Now you were saying about the European market and all that. Well, you also went to the European summit in, in Prague.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Tell there us was about. actually, uh, yeah, there were two back-to-back shows. There was, uh, there was one in Amsterdam, the, uh, webmaster access show that AVN GFY puts on. Uh, and then right after that was the European summit, which goes on in Prague. And this is every September. Uh, essentially, These shows have been going on. Well, the European Summit, I think, started in like 2009 or 2010. And uh, the Webmaster Access one started even before that. Uh, You know as well as I do that back in the day, in the earliest days of the industry, the vast majority of people that would go to shows and that were around were from the United States and from Canada. Um, You know, the recession and tube sites and all that kind of cleaned out the industry big time, starting in like 07, 08. And then, you know, a few years after that, lots and lots of Europeans started coming in. It was like the European invasion, Um, you know, traffic networks, dating cams, a lot of the stuff that was, you know, very viable and not destroyed at that point uh, were being developed by European companies. So it became important to get in really well with the Europeans and go to their conferences. And uh, I got to say that every year I really look forward to going to Amsterdam and Prague because there's a lot of business going on there. And then especially in Prague, I have three different things that I did like this year, uh, I do the why not Grand Prix kart racing, which is just a pre event fun gathering where, you know, people drive carts and eat and network and stuff. Uh, so that was on the first day of Prague. And then the second day was the why not awards, which is the event that I do every year for the last six years, which awards the best in business to business. Uh, and then after that, uh, which I know you wanted to talk a little bit about was the porn and coffee podcast. Uh, which Thomas from Plug Rush and I started in December of 2015. And we did a, our very first live podcast in front of an audience. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, it was a very jam-packed event going to Europe.
1: Well, now that you brought it up, the Porn and Coffee podcast, because yeah. I'm yeah. really excited about this. I was actually searching uh, I was searching iTunes because I have the podcast app. And I was like, I wonder if there's any... Uh, good podcast to listen to that teaches me about the business or interviews and that's when I stumbled upon yours and I was like wow. oh my god I have to listen to this I finally found one because yeah. a lot of them are just uh, uh entertainment you know entertainment value right. and I wanted some nuggets to take away so when I found yours I was sure. like oh, this is great so why don't we uh talk about porn and coffee what made you get okay. in what made you even think about doing a podcast
0: well, basically, Thomas Scavhellen from Plug Rush approached me around this time last year and said, you know what? There aren't really a lot of good business to business podcasts uh, for adult. And I'd like to start one. And I'm just not sure what we should focus on, how we should do it. But I know that I want you as my co-host uh, because I used to do the Why Not Hump Day lunch from '01 to '05, And that was basically 90 minutes of live every week. Uh, of entertainment. So I could definitely handle it, but it was just like, let's find something that we can focus on and we can monetize and actually make it useful. So we decided, uh, first of all, we had like about 10 different names that we were trying to decide upon. And we're like, you know, we just want it to be like, you know, we're talking, we're hanging out. What do you do when you're talking and hanging out? You have a beer or you have coffee. Okay, cool. And while porn, it's hard to say whether we're going to be doing more fan related stuff or business related stuff. But if we just have the generic turn, people are going to get it. So we'll call it Porn and Coffee. And Tom, being much more technically oriented than me, he's responsible for all the editing. We use Zencaster and Appear.in to record our podcasts. Uh, And it's largely left to me to do the text writing, some of the marketing, and getting most of the guests on. uh, And just more or less putting together the questions that formulate for each interview. Uh, So we just kind of started not knowing what the hell our focus was going to be, we figured, you know, let's just get some of the most popular people on the business side from, for the first few episodes. And as a result of that, you know, I think we'll be able to draw an audience automatically and it worked. Uh, and we've been able to build things up and we're, you know, in the process of getting, you know, we've had a few adult talent on here and there. Uh, but I think our primary focus is going to probably be the movers and shakers that are running and owning the companies. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at with it. Uh, but it is still a work in progress and we just surpassed nine months.
1: That is awesome. And you know, that takes a lot of dedication. They say when you get past, uh, seven episodes, you should get over that hump. Uh, and, and podcasting does take up a lot of time, but it's so much fun.
0: Yeah, it is a lot of fun. You know, I mean, you learn things about people that you didn't necessarily know before, uh, You know, the getting over the hump part for us was pretty much the technical and how we are doing the routine. So we got that pretty much established definitely by the seventh episode. Uh, And then it was more or less, okay. we really need to focus on exactly finding what our voice is. And, you know, things are going to obviously happen organically, but we need to really focus on what's going to bring us the most listeners and what's going to brand us the most so that we don't seem like we're all over the place, you know?
1: I don't think you're all o- over the place. In fact, name some of the mover and j- movers and shakers that you've had on your episodes.
0: Well, just last uh, week, uh, we launched the episode with Joey Gabra, who is uh, one of the people who runs Phil for You, which is a uh, mobile affiliate program, in an adult, uh, and Sex Goes Mobile, Andy Walmer, uh, same, uh, same kind of company. Uh, they're both very well known in the adult business-to-business circles. Uh, we also just recently interviewed Tony Rios, who was uh, the newest CEO of AVN as of a year ago.
1: Was he yeah. the guy that had the envelopes that fell out of the cabinet?
0: Yes, that was yes. him.
1: Yes, that was a great episode. I was listening to that laughing out loud.
0: Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's awesome. So And he's been in the business forever as well. So uh, we also have interviewed some of the newer mover and shakers. Uh, like uh, well, we just interviewed Alex uh AW Summit, which is one of the more popular trade shows in Romania uh, for the cam industry. Uh, and we've also interviewed uh God, I just it's funny because it just becomes a blur after a while. It, it does. Uh, but we've knocked Yeah. We've knocked out about 32 interviews so far. And you know, some of the more popular porn stars, we interviewed Tanya Tate, we interviewed uh Angela White, and they were both fantastic. We interviewed James Dean. Uh and do I mention that we interviewed you?
1: Uh no you didn't but yes you interviewed me and I can't wait to hear that episode.
0: I didn't want to I didn't didn't know if I would should have let the cat out of the bag so to speak or not but uh yeah we uh we interviewed Rebecca Love that's going to be released sometime later this month in October. And, uh, you know, I got to say, obviously, it was awesome interviewing you. But, you know, you're somebody who I've always looked up to because you, you know, you were doing this in the earliest days of the industry, back in the K-Sex days. And, a whole, you know, a whole you,
1: different concept.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. But you've been someone who has kept your name out there and managed to sustain yourself uh, in one way or another, you know, all these years. And at the end of the day, you don't look any different than you did when I met you. Back in Burbank in like oh one.
1: I'm giving you tons of kisses right now. Thank you. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Seriously. I I look back at the earliest days and I'm just like, you know what? I still look all right, but Jesus, I could have passed for like a high school twink back then, you know?
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. I I think you look fabulous. And I'm attracted to oh. gingers, so
0: nice. Thank you. I no,
1: know. I know it's my downfall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh when let's let's just go back in our time machine. Now, we were talking yeah. about you acting and stuff. Now, you play nonchalant, but you were on Melrose Place, The Bridge, Pretender. I mean, yeah. that's significant.
0: Yeah. Well, that was my original career choice. When I uh, moved to L.A. in the early 90s and uh, managed to get lucky, I booked a national commercial right away. Got my SAG card in like 1992 to 1993. What was the commercial um, about? And then for- – It was a game called Rapid Recall, which only played in certain markets. Uh, And it was me and two other people. uh, And it was funny because both of them were already like established actors. They were in the Screen Actors Guild and everything. And I mean, I was such a fish out of water. I mean, I didn't get jobs, and they don't teach you what to do once you're on the job. So that was definitely an eye-opening experience. So that was that commercial. And I mean, I was on a high from that point on. Um, yeah, I booked those jobs that you mentioned. I was also, did a bunch of Arsenio Hall commercials. I was on a TV show called In the House, The Pretender, Seventh Heaven. Um, yeah. I watched Seventh Heaven. Like...
1: I watched Seventh Did Heaven. you? I did. I can't I, remember it I, that well, but I know it was a priest with foster kids and. Yep. Yeah.
0: There was an episode where there was a, uh, the middle child, Lucy went to the mall with her friends and uh they changed clothes so they could look all slutty and everything. And she gets hit on by a security guard. Is that I was you? the security guard. Nice. Yeah. Hitting on underage girls at the mall. It was ridiculous. But it was also great work. I mean, I enjoyed it immensely. And uh, you know, funny, I still get paid for that stuff twenty years later, but you know, in pennies, of course. And uh yeah, that was my career choice. Is
1: that your passion still?
0: It still is, but uh, you know, paying the bills and running a company kind of took priority. So, you know, I still go out for auditions every now and then. I live in Austin. I uh, did a couple of commercials. I also did uh, Friday Night Lights a number of years ago. Uh, You know, the competition for guys in their 40s who actually have Screen Actors Guild credits is not high here. But unfortunately, over the last several years, a lot of the acting gigs have gone to uh, Louisiana, New Mexico, Georgia. Uh, So it's not as rich with a uh, 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 projects here like it used to be. And frankly, you know, I just can't be bothered if it's not something I'm totally right for. I don't even want to get out of my chair and go, you know, it's like I'm too busy. Well, but it is still a passion.
1: You're a workaholic. You have so many endeavors going on. I can't imagine yeah. you have time to like go audition and then maybe you get the part. But if it's your passion, I, I can see the thrill there.
0: I'll make the time if I absolutely have to.
1: Now, how do you how do you find these gigs? Like a lot of people don't live in L.A. or New York or some of the main places to get these jobs or auditions. How do you find them?
0: Uh, In this situation, uh, I kind of left it all to my agent. And the way I found an agent was after taking like a 10 year hiatus from acting, I just went online and I'm like, who are the big agencies here in Austin? And I did what you're not supposed to do. I started making phone calls because I figured, you know what? I don't give a shit. If, if someone wants me, then great, you know, so I'm going to, I'm going to sell myself because, you know, sales is largely what I do. So I did my best job of selling myself. I got him with an agency. They had me audition for them. They took me on and then I booked my first job a few months later. So it really, you got to have tenacity. If you're not the type who can just get on the phone and call anyone, then, you know, you're going to have a hard time selling yourself in other ways. Uh, in LA and New York, obviously you want to do as much theater as possible and take classes and network with everyone. Uh, I'm kind of beyond all that because I don't have the time and it's really just not my vocation choice anymore. Uh, But that's what you got to do. You really got to dedicate a lot of time and a lot of effort. And even then, even if you're the most talented, you know, talent will get you work. You'll be able to work. But I mean, if it's fame that you're going for, I mean, with that, it's all about luck, who, you know, who, you know, and who, you know,
1: all right. Well, can you, uh, since you're like, I don't have enough time, walk us through your normal work day.
0: Okay. Let's see. So I get up anywhere from 7.30 to 10, depending on how much sleep I got. Wait,
1: that's a big difference.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. If I go to the gym, then I'll go to the gym by around 8 or 8.30. Oh, you can do uh, the gym? I'm, it's so I'm trying to, yeah.
1: Okay. You're trying to. All right. (laughs) What do you do at the
0: gym? Usually what I, it's on the treadmill, 20 minutes on the elliptical. And then I'll do a lot of sit ups and a lot of uh, free weights for about an hour. I'll try to put in a good hour and a half when I go. Um, but I'll try to do that. And on days that I don't do the gym, I just go straight to my desk. I grab coffee. I go through my emails and I'm usually at my desk, on and off until about six o'clock. Um, I have a lot of different accounts that I have, which I keep on a sheet right here, and I systematically just check each and every one of them off. What did I do for this client today? What did I do for this client? In some cases, it's as simple as making a call or answering an email. In others, it involves you know putting together a pitch or writing a press release or something. So I try to nail every single thing every day Uh, some of it's just social media stuff. So I'll be busy on Twitter or Facebook for that particular client. Um, and then, uh, a lot of times I'll get back online late in the evening, uh, if there was anything that I didn't get done during the day. Um, but I always try to take as much time off on the weekends. I give the illusion that I'm a workaholic in some ways I am, but at the same time, I won't hesitate to take an entire freaking day off if I so feel like it, you know, um, and I don't think I ever work more than 50 hours a week. Um, I, 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 55 absolute tops. I mean, but I'm not one of these people that is constantly like 12, 14 hours a day, every day, you know, right. it's just, I, I, I try to work as smart as I can because, you know, I got to get up off my ass and do stuff and just live, you know?
1: No, I agree. In fact, when I do uh, take a day off, those are my reward yeah. days. And I'm just like, all right, what am I going to do today? Am I going to binge watch? Am I going to go? Cause I live in Vegas, so we can go to the sports yeah. bar. We can, you know, do all different things. What do you normally do on a, your day off your reward day?
0: Um, my reward day. Sometimes I try to play golf. Uh, sometimes I'll like to binge watch stuff. What do you um, binge watch? You know, I like to binge watch different TV series. Like, just got done watching Stranger Things.
1: <gasps> Isn't that are you great? Familiar with that at all? Oh my God, I love Holy it. Shit. I couldn't get off this the couch. Stuff.
0: Freaking amazing. I mean, seriously, just freaking amazing. Um, yeah, I like to binge watch stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of different TV series that are either European or Australian uh, that tend to be really good. Uh, you just got to look for them. But, yeah, uh, they, they're like, there's a, for example, like Happy Valley. There's this TV show called Happy Valley, which is a few seasons of just a small town in the United Kingdom and a female police chief and, like, what goes on. Uh, it's hard to explain, and, and the way I just described it doesn't make it sound exciting, but it's actually a great freaking series. Um, you know, so I'll do that, and I'll just try to take care of myself, you know, I mean. Right now, your audience isn't privy to seeing, like, how disastrous I look. But, you know, I need to shave. I need to cut my hair. I need to take a shower. These are things that I like to do in my off time as well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you have a maintenance day.
0: (laughs) Pretty much, you know. And there's a lot to take care of, you know. I mean, Christ.
1: Slow down, Jay. Slow down. (laughs) I know. You can shit shit, shower and shave any day of the
0: week. (laughs) Yeah, they need to patent a chair where you can actually, like, shit into the chair and then, like, the pipe down below catches it and runs it. Now I'm just kidding. It's just disgusting. Actu-
1: <laughs> actually, that's not a bad – no. No, that's a really bad idea. A terrible no idea. one can invent that. <laughs> <laughs> I will never come over to your house or in your office. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> On your podcast now, I don't know if you use Google Play, Stitcher uh, – different apps, but what are your top podcasts that you listen to?
0: The top podcasts that I listen to, um, to be honest, I'm not so much of a big podcast guy that I listen, you know, I've listened. I know it sounds, it's like, I, I should be doing a lot more research and everything, but like I've caught a few of your podcasts. Um, I've caught a few of, uh, the, what the vivid ones. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, really just like Save for a few of my favorite comedians that are guests on podcasts, I don't really listen to a lot of them. And I know I'm bad, bad boy for not doing it.
1: Listen, when I started podcasting, I didn't even listen to podcasts. That's the worst way to start a podcast because you don't even know where the fuck to start. Right. Yeah, it was the worst. Now, now I'm addicted when I'm uh, commuting or, you know, in my car because my radio got stolen. So I'm like, ah, I'll listen to a podcast. So it's a it, for me it's a great way to like take in information and multitask because you don't have to watch right. the video, you can just listen to the audio. Yeah. That's why I love your podcast. Yep. Which I gotta well, say thank is you. the audio quality is amazing.
0: Yeah. We use uh we use Zencaster and uh tell people Thomas... that are
1: listening about Zen because yeah. you exposed me to it and I've never even heard of it before.
0: Yeah. I don't really know a lot about it other than, you know, Zencaster is where we do the actual recordings from. And the way Thomas does it is he develops like a wave file and like an MP3 file or something like that. And he's able to isolate each single person. So like when we have three people talking in case they talk over each other, he can separate one from the next when he's doing his editing. I mean, I have a feeling that even on the best episodes, he's still spending hours and hours dealing with editing. Um, on the worst ones, I mean, shit, like an entire freaking day, easily, you know? Um, but yeah, we used NCaster for that. And then, yeah, you can get us on iTunes, you can get us on Stitcher, and uh, a few of the other popular places where you can grab podcasts, which is interesting because we have the name Porn in our name, so I'm surprised that uh, any of them, you know, are willing to go that way because... Who knows? I mean, once you listen to us, it's a pretty tame podcast, but still, you know, this is America and people still freak out over that shit.
1: I know when I was um, building the adult film star network, the only reason I didn't use porn star podcast because I thought oh, iTunes is going to say no to this. So I, right, right. I was hesitant about it. Uh, that's one reason. So I, I get you there. And iTunes is a big search engine. Yeah. For l- looking for those shows, sure. So, yeah. am I missing anything, Jay? Am I leaving anything out?
0: Um, from a professional standpoint, I would probably say no.
1: Well, how about an uh, amateur standpoint?
0: From an amateur standpoint, <laughs> uh, you're talking to probably one of your bigger fans from the earlier hmm. days, but yeah.
1: I can't believe you're a That's fan. The
0: thing. Well, the funny thing is, you know, it's funny because, you know, I've always been kind of like, even though I've been in the porn industry now for 17 years, I'm still kind of fanboy in some respects. Uh, but the thing is, is that I got to get I got to get to know the person. I mean, you know, I can look at somebody all day long, but, you know, if if she doesn't have a mind or a personality or anything like that. You know, I can just lose interest real quick. And the days when I would go up to the sex studio way back, you know, it just would be like, oh, yeah, Rebecca, Rebecca Love is here. Awesome. Awesome. You know, but I mean, I didn't know what to say. I was still a fish out of water back in those days, you know, so I would just sit and hang out and watch you guys be the shit show that you were, you know?
1: Yes. Yes. We were definitely a number one shit show out there, but it was still innovated, innovated, innovated. I can't even say the fucking word. That's how shit shows were going. Innovative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At that time, I mean, you had the video going, you had almost like a shock, shock jock value to it, interviewing porn stars. Every show was different, but kind of had the same theme. Uh, sure, it, yeah. Um, I miss those days, I do miss because podcasting is definitely done mainly over Skype or Google Hangout. Uh, I miss yeah. the studio days where you just show up in one yeah. location and you can network, you can uh, just uh, just do the water cooler talk, sit around with a bunch exactly. of friends, have a couple beers because we were never sober on that show.
0: All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, back in those days as well, I was always kind of nervous. It was just like I was worried, you know, because I was new to the industry. I was a new employee at a company. I, I was always worried, too. you know. Yeah, I mean, I would worry what people would think of me if I would say the wrong thing, if I'd say something that would come back to haunt me or get me in trouble or whatever. You know, now it's just like, you know, I couldn't couldn't care less. I mean, but then that comes with being an owner of a company. I mean, yeah, you have your image to worry about. But, you know, it's just the threats. And and when you get older, you just you kind of care less. So
1: this is true because I care less Uh -uh. now, but I work more. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I said to somebody <laughs> today I was like, you know, if I just stopped working, I'd have more time. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Well, Jay, I got to say this has been a great interview. I told you there would be some nuggets in there. Oh, I yeah. didn't even I didn't even um talk about cuz I wanted to, you were talking about Thomas, he's your co-host on Porn and Coffee. By the way, guys, yeah. pornandcoffee.com Uh, you said plug rush. He ran plugrush.com. What is that?
0: Yeah. Plug rush is a traffic network. They have, uh, advertisers. Like if you go to like a tube site or you go to some site that is like heavily trafficked and you'll see like advertising there, that is a publisher. They are publishing ads on their site because they're getting, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of, uh, page impressions per day. So they publish advertising and then you have sites that are actually paying for the advertising, say you have a pay site, or you are trying to sell something, uh, you would want to advertise on a site where you some of the traffic might actually be interested in clicking that banner and going over to you. So it kind of works, you know, like the affiliate model, so to speak. And basically, Plug Rush is one company that brokers a lot of these. But they have a unique thing called plugs, which I don't want to bore the shit out of your no, audience and no, in going into detail about it. Uh, I would love to as well, but I'm kind of ignorant on the topic as well. Okay. So essentially they have a thing called plugs, which you just basically, I guess it's like a piece of code that you put on the site and you can geotarget, uh, where your traffic is coming from and going. Uh, and it's just, it's a very sophisticated way of, you know, moving traffic from one site to the next. Uh, wow. so yeah, just a plug for my buddies over at Plug Rush.
1: Yeah. Well, you do have a couple sponsors on Porn and Coffee, right?
0: Yeah, we have a couple of a couple of new ones that I'm working on right now. But currently we have uh, Adult Force, uh, which is a section of MindGeek. Uh, so Adult Force has been a sponsor of ours for the majority of this year. Uh, and then we also just picked up a new one. Uh, it's the Gaelic WWW Conference. Uh, they are a new conference based – I know – The Gaelic Conference is a business conference based in Ireland, near Dublin. They had their first showing this year. I went, I had a blast, and he wants to promote directly to our listeners, so we have them on board, and then I am working on a couple of other possibilities, you know, trying to monetize this. Uh, So for anybody that wants to advertise on Porn and Coffee, you get uh, on-air commercials, you get social media coverage, we've got our own group on Facebook. And uh of course advertising directly in mail blasts and the website itself.
1: You're a one-stop shop.
0: I think so, yeah. And I'll even listen to your problems and uh give you a reach around.
1: Oh nice. Everybody loves a reach around.
0: Yeah. I'm courteous like that, you know?
1: You're a good <laughs> you're a good man, Jay. <laughs> well, Jay, you're amazing. You are such a pioneer in this industry because you started way back when so yeah what uh late 90s
0: uh 2000 early 2000
1: early 2000 so yeah. you've been on board you've stuck around i don't know why but i don't know why any <laughs> of us do but we're here okay. and i can't nope. wait to see you in january at avn
0: yes 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 I yes know. good times ahead it's uh three months away yeah
1: i know it's not far it's just around the corner.
0: Uh-huh. And we're Good gonna stuff, get a beer yeah.
1: or whatever, whatever you drink, it's on me.
0: Oh yeah, whiskey. No, You're a whiskey. we'll do stuff. I'll be there. Yeah, it's the it's the ginger in me for some reason. Yeah, I'm, I'm into Jim Beam and Jack Daniels straight. Wow. And wow.
1: I- okay. I'll I'll even have one with you.
0: Thank you. And I'll be there for at least a week this time, so we'll definitely have to do it up. I'll be in Vegas for Internext, which is the B two B show, and then AVN, which immediately follows, which is the consumer novelty uh, video trade show. Gotcha. Seven eight days. I'll be there.
1: That's a long time in Vegas.
0: Yes, it is. You know, are you are you anywhere near the Strip? Do you live anywhere near the Strip?
1: I'm no. I'm in the burbs, like everybody else. I am like 20 minutes from the Strip.
0: Oh, that's great. So, yeah, you're a whole world away. For a lot of people that don't get it, you know, they think when you're in Vegas, it's just like all glitz, glamour, all the time and stuff. And it's like, you can live there and never visit the Strip, you know? I
1: I avoid it like the plague because it's very touristy and it's hard. A lot of Mm -hmm. traffic, not like LA, but a lot of traffic. So I try to stay on the west side. If I have to go over to the east side, I will. But yeah, yeah, I, I only go... Once a month to the Strip for certain occasions.
0: Sure. And that's probably if they're friends in town or if you have, you know, a convention to go to, you know.
1: Right. All right, Jay. Well, um, just a final note. Let everybody know how to find you.
0: Okay. If they want to find me, they can just simply email me at jay at That's j at ynot.com. Or they can Skype L A J Consulting. Uh and I think that's probably good enough. I'd rather not give my digits over the over the phone here, but uh
1: people still call people?
0: <laughs> they do. <laughs> I, I I'm on the phone all the freaking time. I mean, other than this and doing a podcast earlier today, um and a Skype call, I I've been on the phone like literally an hour today. And what is it? It's like, you know, early afternoon for me. So I I, I need to take. Yeah, I did a porn and coffee this morning. Yeah, sure. I can say this is, uh, you know, since I think we go in kind of different circles, we interviewed Alexandra, who is the founder of uh, the Live Cam Awards, which is a webcam award show that goes on in Barcelona every March. Uh, And she's also a webcam girl goes by the name of one great diva. And uh, I've known her for years. Uh, She's definitely a mover and shaker, uh, not only as a cam girl, but also as an organizer for an award show. And she's super cool. And she's actually helping me out with whynotcam.com, which is basic general consulting. So uh, yeah, it was long overdue. I would've liked to interview her sooner, but then again, she's got a big launch coming up this uh, coming month. So the timing is actually really good. She's been a cam girl for over 10 years.
1: Isn't Jay fan-fucking-tastical? He's amazing. And I hope you got some nuggets out of there. Uh, It was a great interview. There was so much going on. And I just enjoy picking his brain. Getting to know Mr. Kupita. No, Jay's really a good guy. And, And you know what? Send him an email. Tell him you listen to the podcast. Let him know. Show the love. And... The best way to show the love, listen to their podcast. I told you once, and I'll tell you twice, if you listen to this podcast, you'd probably listen to Porn and Coffee. And if you're in the Texas area, go to that Why Not event. Go do it. It'd be so much fun. Great networking, especially if you're in the business. What are you waiting for? Well, we're not done just yet. New, no, new, no, new, no, new. No. I want you, and I know you're like, Rebecca, stop. I'm listening to a podcast. There is no way I'm going to stop what I'm doing and write your shit down and make me do a call to action task. Shame on you, Miss Love. Please, pretty please, sugar on top. Look, I just uh, I just got done editing the bmoviefilms.com, the Frankenstein clip. You know, it's just a minute worth of dialogue with a little bit of action. And I'm actually, it's done. I'm just going to go uh, find somebody to do the special effects. I need one with light beaming. And the second one I need for the special effects is electricity coming from the fingers. So I'll probably go on Fiverr and try to find somebody to just add those little, Mm -hmm. yeah, I have to give you sound effects because you can't see. So yeah, I need those two special effects, but it's pretty much done. And I want you to know this is not the actual footage that's going to get in the film. It's just a teaser. Freaking um, TaylorMadeClips.com. She, uh, Taylor, filmed it. Yeah, she filmed it. Jocelyn was the nurse. Kid Dynamite was Frank, like an Igor character. And... <laughs> An offspring of Miss Love's, (laughs) Miss Love, was lying under the blanket playing the monster. Her debut was the arm, (laughs) so, and I, I took it and I edited. Uh, This is not who I'm going to get for the final product of the movie, but right now, before we have any funds, this is just people coming together, donating their time. To get this little clip done. So don't judge me. Mm -mm. Don't you dare judge me. But I'm really excited about what I did. (laughs) That whole minute took me all day. I have sound effects. I have everything but the special effects. I really do hope you like it. I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in that bitch. So all I'm asking you guys to do right now. There's no crowdfunding going on right this second. Just to go over to bmoviefilms.com, put your email address in, and when when we get ready to launch, you guys are going to be the first to know. You just have to put your email address in. I know you have your device next to you. Just go click on Safari or Puffin or whatever fucking browser you use Go over there and just put your email address in. I'm not going to spam you. And you can take yourself off the list at any time. But right now, I cannot launch until I get a certain amount of emails because, fortunately, fortunately, really, I want a successful campaign. I want to get this shit off my bucket list challenge. We have an iTunes review Octane 3. Listen, Octane, you leave so many iTunes reviews. You really do. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I didn't realize you could leave so many. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. If you leave an iTunes review, I will read it here on the podcast. Another way to be part of the show. And again, if you need anything, social feeds, I redesigned the uh, adultfilmstarnetwork.com website. Go take a look. Revamped that fucker. Took me all day again. I just love podcasting. I have so much fun working on Adult Film Star Network. I can't believe it. I've never had so much fun in my life. I know. <laughs> You're like, really? <laughs> no, seriously. There's something about podcasts, and I... I I, I want to marry it. If I could marry podcasting, I would. All right, guys. I'm Rebecca Love, and you've been listening to Adult Film Star Network, where the sex goes straight to your head. You choose which one.
0: You've been listening to Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. So, uh, you want to spend some more time with Rebecca? Find her on Twitter at RebeccaLoveXXX and on her official website, RebeccaLove.com. And catch all the great shows on Adult Film Star Network. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.